Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So last night at dinner, I sat my children down and explained to them that they're not special. I mean, they're special to me. They're my children. I made them and I do incredibly good work. But to the world, they're not special. And they should never take a a look at doing something that can have an impact on somebody else in a negative way and say, well, what does it matter? It's what I want to do. And after all, I'm special. This is the story of the Tour de France, where someone didn't learn the lesson that while you're special to mom and dad, you're not special to the world, especially that rider who has spent his entire career for this one race. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter at Tony Katz, and the phone number. I'd love to hear from you. 833 Got Tony. Well, we never take calls. We should take calls. We should take some calls today. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. You might not have heard about it, but you may have seen the video. It's the Tour de France. When you have the Tour de France, you have this. It's, it's, it, there, everyone's riding a bike. It's not an easy race. It's broken up over many days. Uh, those mountain sections, it's, it's madness. Well, you've got this massive group of, 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 of riders. All bunched together, it's called the Peloton. Massive group of riders, all bunched together. One person gets out of whack, a lot of people are going to fall. Well, there they are riding. It's the streets of of, of the countryside in, 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 of, of, of France. I'm not even sure where they were. They might have just been outside of Paris. They could have been in Paris, for all I know. And one person has got a sign it's written on cardboard it's like it's like a wingspan right they both hands kind of stretched out and they're holding the sign you've got a couple hundred bicyclists coming down the roadway but here's this person holding the sign a bit into the roadway so i don't know they could be seen on tv or someone could take a photo someone's you know it's someone's taking a picture of them whatever it is they don't get out of the way in time bicyclists Bam, hits the sign, goes down. 20, 30, 40 people go down. The pileup is crazy. People are then out of the race. They have to withdraw because of injuries. The woman who did this, as of now, not found. But they want to find her because they are going to sue the living daylights out of her. They're looking to sue her because what she did was despicable and what she did and where I believe the lesson has to be taught what she did is decided that she was more important than anybody else you can make the argument that it was just a mistake but it wasn't a mistake it was a purposeful photo and did not care about another human being at all there she was she's got the sign up she's posed for it oh this is gonna be so great it didn't dawn on her that she should care about anybody else 
That is somebody who was raised wrong. I'm not saying that her parents are responsible. I am saying that as a grown-up, she never once had a moment of introspection in her entire life. She never asked herself, is this a good idea? She never measured where she was. What? The bicyclists were supposed to go around you? That's not the way it works. It's their race. It's like when people cross the street and they just cross whenever and they figure the, the car is going to stop for them because after all, what's the car going to do? Hit them? Yeah, the car's going to hit you because physics is a thing and somebody may not see you. And if you cross the street at somewhere you weren't supposed to cross the street, you're guilty and you should have to pay for the driver's uh, uh, well-being. How's that for a turnaround? Oh, you hit this pedestrian. Well, the pedestrian is crossing in a place where the pedestrian isn't supposed to cross. The pedestrian is guilty and let the pedestrian pay for any of the pain and suffering of the driver who now has to be put through the inconvenience of having hit them. You got to look at these things differently. The person crossing the street indiscriminately thinks that the car has to stop for them. I believe that the roads are for cars. I think people do cross streets. I think they need to cross appropriately. I don't believe roads are for bicycles. I believe roads are for cars. That doesn't mean I think you should be rude to a bicyclist or rough with a bike. People get crazy angry at bicyclists. And don't get me wrong. I see bicyclists get crazy angry at cars. If somebody wants to get crazy angry with you, you think that's a reason to take your multi-thousand pound vehicle and try and do something to somebody on a bike? That's Control yourself. Bicyclists may very well be a jerk. I met people in cars who are jerks. Doesn't mean you react or respond. But in this situation, the bicyclist had the road. It is the Tour de France. And this woman, I hope they prosecute. But it all comes down to thinking that somehow you're the most important person in the room. This brings us to the Olympics. I was actually going to hit this story later, but I think it, it, it ties in. Gwen Berry is involved in the hammer throw. Women's event, hammer throw, it's kind of nuts. I mean, it's impressive. It's like discus, but with a, with a hammer. Nah, I'm not saying it right. But it is like discus in terms of the spin and getting the momentum. and it, it, It's incredible. And I've seen people talking about this story and disparaging the sport. I don't think you should disparage the sport. And in the women's hammer throw, Deanna Price won the event uh, at, at the U.S. Olympic trials. 263 feet, 6 inches. Second place goes to a woman by the name of Brooke Anderson. Third place goes to a woman named Gwen Berry. Gwen Berry is a black woman who sees herself as an activist. And what happened? What happened is, is that she's there to get her medal, and the next thing you know, the national anthem plays. The national anthem had been scheduled to play at about 520 and was scheduled to be that way every evening at the trials. But on this night, it started at 525. And the hammer throwers were still on the podium. So the national anthem goes. So there they turn. 
for towards the flag for the national anthem. Gwen Berry is irate. I can't can't believe they set me up like this. She actually she actually went full Marion Barry and said she was set up. She's not gonna just sit there and stand for the national anthem. She opposes systemic racism. That's what this country is all about. She actually said that's why I'm here today. I'm here to represent those who died due to systemic racism. So she turns her back on the flag. And then she takes a t-shirt that says athlete activist and she basically puts it on her head. She was going to tell you that she's not there to face the flag. She doesn't. She has got no reason for the flag at all. Uh, okay. Okay. It's one thing if you're just going to turn your back to the national anthem. People are going to notice such a thing. And then you put the shirt on your head. I mean, you're just, you're just weird at that moment. You're searching for attention. You didn't know how to handle yourself because you believe that you've got these feelings and these feelings have to be acted upon and everything's an affront to the feeling. The national anthem goes five minutes later and it was a plot against you? You don't understand how, of how little importance you are to the rest of us. I don't think people should disparage the sport, but let us be clear about the lack of popularity of the hammer throw. So nobody did this to the bronze medalist in the hammer throw of the U.S. Olympic trials. Well, this became a story. This became a story, and all of a sudden, Gwen Berry is very unhappy. I mean, it got written about by Associated Press. She uh, put out a photo of herself turned away from the national anthem that said, stop playing with me. I, I, honestly, Gwen, I don't, I don't think anybody's playing with you. I, I, I don't think that's what's, what, what's, what's happening. Then there's a piece on Fox News where Congressman Dan Crenshaw is calling for Gwen Berry to be removed from the Olympic team because she turned away from the flag. Now... Do I think people should be turned away from the Olympic team? No, no. There was somebody else who just did something with the flag. I'm forgetting who it was. With the with 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 some kind of of getting into the Olympics. Oh, that's right. There was a BMX racer who said, uh, uh, "Oh, a transgender BMX racer who's an alternate who said they wanted to burn the American flag." Well, that's that's always a good look. I don't know if I want Gwen Berry not to participate in the Olympics. I, I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, there 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 is no litmus test being asked for. They're there because of their skill. But you would think they would love a country uh, that said, "Yeah, go and be the best you can be, and then try out and then go to the Olympics." For a nation that's guilty of systemic racism, it's a very weird thing that a black woman would be able to make the Olympics in the hammer throw. Very, very weird indeed. But there's Dan Crenshaw calling for Gwen Berry to be removed from the Olympic team because she turned away from the flag. I don't know if I agree with such a thing. Athlete. 
We don't need any more activist athletes. I, I, you know, she should be removed from the team. The entire point of the Olympic team is to represent the United States of America. It's the entire point. Okay, so you know, it's, it's it's one thing when these NBA players do it. Okay, fine, we'll just stop watching. But now the Olympic team, and it's it's multiple cases of this. They they, they should be removed. That. I don't know if I agree with him or not. What's funny is that Gwen Berry comments and writes, at this point, y'all are obsessed with me. Wait a second. Are you now saying you don't want the attention? Because everything you did on the podium said, I want attention. I feel a certain way. Pay attention to me. You have to respect and love and show adoration of my feelings. Isn't that exactly what they did in that photograph that ruined uh, people's careers at the Tour de France? I have to take a picture and you have to. This is great. Oh, no. All of you bicyclists, you just wait. I'm taking a photo. You got the attention. Now you're upset with the attention because the attention isn't what you wanted it to be. The attention isn't what you thought it would be. This is like when athletes get political and then can't believe that someone will disagree with them. You got political. I don't think you have to shut up and dribble. I think you say anything you want. But you better expect somebody to be like, yeah, that idea is a bunch of crap. Sometimes your ideas are a bunch of crap. I don't know if Gwen Berry is going to be in the Olympics or not. I don't think you necessarily get rid of her, but they've already said they don't want to see politics at the Olympics because we don't want to see politics at the Olympics. We want to see greatness. Go be greatness. Then go tell your story. But remember, if you want to discuss systemic racism, you're a black woman who is right there in the thick of it. You didn't get stopped. What system are you referring to? As for the Tour de France, well... I hope they throw your ass in jail. I'm Tony Katz. Resources, but I agree with Representative Bowman um, that uh, I do believe that we need to re reallocate resources away and that a big, you know, major causes um, of this. And by the way, I also think it's it's important context because we hear on the news and media, they perpetuate this idea of crime wave, crime wave, crime wave. Right. And so this idea that a lot of us are panicked, thinking that we are at some unprecedented level that we've never seen before. I got to tell you, Representative Ocasio-Cortez is special. You see increased crime. She still favors defunding the police. And they refer to it not as defunding. Oh, no, 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 no. Reallocation. That is it. And the reallocation is to social work. We need more social workers out there. If you're going to say to me that mental illness is a real thing, I'm going to agree with you. If you're going to say to me when the danger comes, what you need is a social worker, you're going to have to show me the social workers who are running into the fire. That's what you're going to have to show me. And I don't think you're going to be able to show me that.
I think you're going to find just the opposite. So this desire they have to reallocate can't bring them a value. But remember, you're talking about Representative Ocasio-Cortez who was talking to Representative Jamal Bowman. You're talking to socialists. They, they, they believe the answer is more government but less police. That's a very weird thing to believe. I think the answer is the right amount of police and far less government. Far less government, stick to Article 1, Section 8, and everything will be okay. We'll have more on that story coming up. Let me bring it to Jalen Rose. Now, when we last left the basketball analyst, former player, he said that Kevin Love of the Cleveland Cavaliers should not be a part of the U.S. Olympic team. Not because Kevin Love had a bad season, which would have been a rational conversation to have. No, Kevin Love shouldn't be on the team because he's white and he's just a token and the U.S. shouldn't be afraid to have an all-black team. Referred to him as a token. Referred to a man, a grown man, as a token. That's special. Just remember, Jalen Rose doesn't actually believe in diversity. Doesn't believe in it. But now he's come to apologize because he feels he disrespected the game. He apologized to Isaiah Thomas, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, George Gervin. This is how it's uh, discussed in the reporting. Bill Russell and um, Kevin Love in an Instagram video. Now, he's not taking back his opinion that Love shouldn't be on the team. Just taking it back, you know, um, this, uh, uh, this thing. Maybe it wasn't right to call him a token. Oh, is that right? It wasn't right to call him a token. Well, uh, we all agree. But I don't think anybody thinks you're serious about your apology. I don't think anybody believes you're serious at all. I, I, I would say I would say rather you you this this is who you are. When you apologize to the game, but not the man. Right? Like, did he apologize? Hey, Kevin Love, I apologize for calling you a token. That was a disgusting and bigoted thing of me to say. If you're not saying that, well, then there's nothing to talk about. There's absolutely nothing to talk about. But, you know, woke gonna woke. Joe Biden and the full-on bigotry. And Bill Maher... Again getting hit for being the wrong kind of woke. You see, there's there's there there is right woke and wrong woke. It turns out. I've got that story. This is Tony Katz today. Let's start with a baseline. And the baseline is men are not women and women are not men, which is considered one of the most shocking and bigoted things you could say in America today. Something that honest is considered wrong and indecent and unacceptable. Yet, 
It is fact, and I don't know how I'm supposed to pretend otherwise. Tony Katz, so good to be with you. Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. And we we saw the, the story of the Supreme Court not taking the case on a transgender student who sued the school, high school because uh, wasn't allowed to use the restroom of, of their choosing and said, here, you can use this unisex restroom. And they're like, ah, not good enough. Not good enough. And so the student uh, gets a victory, if you will, because the Supreme Court decided not to hear the case. And this student wants to let you know uh, just what they think. You know, there's a lot of emotions wrapped up in here. The fact that it took as long as it did to affirm the basic humanity of trans youth uh, and then only in the Fourth Circuit is frustrating. But this victory is is important um, and wonderful and will not go um, underappreciated by me, at least. This isn't about affirming anything. Let's stop for a moment and make sure we understand the conversation at hand. And the conversation at hand regarding quote-unquote trans youth is that they can't make decisions for themselves. Stop thinking that children can make decisions, medical decisions, for themselves. They can't. That's why we have parents. But there are many people who believe that the parents should be eliminated, removed from the role completely and altogether. One of those people is Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden engaged in some straight-up despicableness. Ugly, ugly, ugly stuff. Joe Biden discussing bills that are going on across the country about transgender youth. Quality Act will also protect against the disturbing proliferation of anti-LGBTQ bills we're seeing in state legislatures. So far this year... Hundreds of anti-LGBTQ bills have been introduced in state legislatures. More than a dozen of them have already passed. More than a dozen of them. These are some of the ugliest, most un-American laws I've seen, and I've been here a while. Many of them target transgender children, seeking to prevent them from receiving the appropriate medical care, for using the bathroom in high schools while they're with the one where they'd be most safe. Let us take Even a preventing them from joining Sorry, sports. I'm, I'm done with you, Mr. President. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just done. This idea that they can't join the team that they want to join. What about those girls who wanted to compete? You're telling them that they have to accept the decisions of others, and of course that answer is no. It's a bad idea. And these children, I didn't say you should make fun of them. I didn't say you should attack them. I didn't say you should hurt them or harm them. Or, I'm saying that they don't get to make decisions for themselves. They don't get to make this decision for themselves. And there is Joe Biden going amongst, going on with this really hateful statement. While they're with the one where they'd be most safe, even preventing them from joining sports teams with their classmates. Let's be clear. This is nothing more than bullying disguised as legislation. It's not bullying to those girls on the track team who are told they have to compete with a boy? That's not bullying? God, that's hateful. That is ridiculously and magnificently hateful from the president.
shameful if I were to be asked. That entire conversation is 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 his ugliness personified now in the case of this uh story out of virginia where the fourth circuit said you have to let this girl who says their boy be in the boy's bathroom and it went to the supreme court the supreme court said we're not going to take it now clarence thomas and justice alito said they would take it that always seems to be the case they understand that their job is to hear these issues that's their job to hear these stories And when, and when you have uh, the, these cases and they're not heard by the court, they don't get to have, they, they don't get to solve some of these issues, if you will. And to the extent that they need solving, they need solving. The place where it needs to be solved is that children do not have agency. Somebody needs to protect these kids because there are a lot of parents who are just too scared because they get told by doctors or some other group that you have to allow this child this and the hormones that and you have to let them do this. No, you do not. Your six-year-old thinks they can fly. It doesn't mean you put them on the roof. That is not me somehow diminishing how a child feels. That is me recognizing that to enable how they feel could be radically dangerous. That's parenting. That's parenting. And it's tough. It's difficult. Yet, it is necessary. And it isn't about doing what the child wants that's not what being a parent is it is doing what the child needs that's being a parent and i know this this is hard for some people they simply cannot get their heads around it they can't maybe they can't bring themselves to do it maybe the pressure from uh, this woke group or that woke group or the other woke group is just too great. Which is one of the reasons why I applaud so much these parents all around the country who are fighting so well against critical race theory and all these other things. This brings us to a story about Bill Maher. Where Bill Maher, it turns out, is the wrong kind of woke. Right? There's a right kind of woke and a wrong kind of woke. Now, I don't agree with Bill Maher on everything. And I have, unfortunately, in my career, spent some time screaming and yelling at Bill Maher. Early in my career, I thought screaming and yelling was the answer. And uh, it's not. And the mistake that I made more than the presentation was that here is somebody who I disagreed with. Why did I have to think that they were a bad person? They might be a bad person. Do I also have to scream and yell about it? Or can I explain it in a way that people can agree with me or disagree with me, understand my point of view, and decide? But there are things that Bill Maher has always said. We're talking about he does the show real time. He's still politically incorrect that I think he's right on. In this conversation, he's discussing Lin-Manuel Miranda the creator of Hamilton. And Lin-Manuel Miranda also created the, the musical Into the Heights, which is a good musical. 
and they made a movie version, but they decided there wasn't enough representation in this musical that has a massive Latino cast. There weren't enough people who were dark-skinned or not enough people light-skinned or whatever it is they decided. And Bill Maher took note of such thing. You're the guy who made the founding fathers black and Hispanic. I don't think you have to apologize to Twitter. I mean, he's a Latino making a Latino movie with a Latino cast. Not good enough. Nothing is ever good enough for these people. They're like children. Now, that's absolutely true. Nothing is ever good enough for the woke. Remember that the goalposts always move and always change because you always have to prove that you are woke and worthy. So people who believe that they're on the inside and, oh, they're always part of the woke, man, they don't realize it when it happens they're on the outside because they just didn't go along with everything. It's like the people who voted for Biden because they just didn't want any more mean tweets. Oh, oh, I can't take any more of the mean tweets. Got to put an end to that. They didn't sign up for this. They didn't sign up for this, and they're saying it out loud. I, oh, oh, this is not what I had in mind. Yeah, but this is what we knew it was going to come, and you were just too focused on mean tweets. You were too focused on this idea of being presidential as if you have any clue. You think Joe Biden's being presidential? Hard time stringing together sentences, whispering at people like a madman. Now we're hearing he's not going to the Olympics, but he's sending Joe Biden, who's going to be having meetings in his stead. For the record, Joe Biden is not Eleanor Roosevelt. But this brings us to a commentator on MSNBC named Tiffany Cross. I don't know Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross is a black woman. That's all I know from looking at her. It's all I know. And she thinks that Bill Maher should stay in his lane. Okay, so I don't know if the applause from the audience was sincere or if they were responding to the applause sign in the studio, but either way, how disappointing. But let's just address a few things. One, I thought it was not only gracious, but appropriate for Lin-Manuel Miranda to acknowledge the perhaps unintentional colorism in his amazing film and then apologize for it. Two, anybody find it interesting that this quote-unquote liberal ally is sounding a lot like a moderate Fox News contributor? This is why allies get the side eye sometimes and th- bill maher fox news contributor moderate if you are not 100 percent in you are on the outs there is no inclusion for tiffany cross the argument that lin-manuel miranda shouldn't have to apologize for colorism of course he shouldn't have to apologize stop apologizing If you get into the habit of apologies, just because it's easier, you will find yourself apologizing for things you didn't even do wrong. And then you'll say, yeah, but it's just an apology. It's not just an apology. It is a way to beat people down and shame them and stop them from speaking. It isn't a victimless crime. You are the victim when you're apologizing for something you didn't do wrong. Stop doing it. But this is what the crowd begs for. 
they 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 demand this is throwing christians to the lions oh and then they'll grovel with the apology to apologize to who apologize to who tiffany cross listen Bill Maher, you do not get to tell people of color what they should or should not be offended by. Stay in your lane, Slim. Maybe instead of trying to invoke sympathy for Sharon Osbourne or making sure Tommy Loren has a space to spouse her BS, you should have more diverse panels of people who can explain colorism to you and systemic racism and how these things still devastate people's lives and livelihoods today. Well, it's Tommy Loren. Not, not, not Loren. Just, uh, just I'm, I'm helping out the best I, I, I can. But understand it. If you do not agree 100% with these radical woke folk, you are on the outside. 100% fealty. Otherwise, you are out. This is who they are. This is what they believe. No, Lin-Manuel Miranda should never have apologized. But Lin-Manuel Miranda is just going to take the money and run. Oh, you did Hamilton. Oh, it doesn't address enough of slavery. Oh, okay. Go on, apologize. Apologize to whom? People who are never satisfied? People who want to burn it all down? Why would you apologize to them? How about this? Don't apologize and tell them to go to hell and kiss off. Tell them that. Just to see what happens. Just to shake it up. Don't apologize for things you didn't do wrong. And watch Bill Maher. Because you're not going to agree with him all the time. But you would still engage a conversation. This is what I learned. Of course I would engage a conversation with Bill Maher. And I was wrong to say things about him I did back then. I was wrong. Because we need more conversation and not less. And just because we disagree it's, doesn't mean it's the end of society. These people, they want to destroy you for disagreeing. Just one of the many, many differences. I'm Tony Katz. Very cool moment at Wimbledon. They're announcing some people in the crowd, and one of the people they announce was part of the team at AstraZeneca with Oxford that, well, created the vaccine. Today, they include leaders who have developed the anti-COVID vaccines. And it's a round of applause. And then the round of applause does not end. This is center court Wimbledon right here.
which leads to a standing ovation. Look, you can say what you will about getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated, and 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 I think that's fine. I'm not here to to pressure you. I'm not here to yell. Yeah, I, I don't I don't do that. I'm fine with people who didn't want to get vaccinated. It's I think they're fine people. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. But there's also nothing wrong with the vaccine, and there's nothing wrong with seeing people appreciate the science. The speed, the efficacy, the power. Nothing wrong with it at all. I, I Me, I, I appreciate seeing it. These people did good work. What can I say? I'm not pro-vax, I'm not anti-vax. Do it, don't do it. Can we just have bourbon? I'm pro-bourbon. That much is true. Uh, State Senator Eddie Melton gets it all wrong on critical race theory. I've got that story coming up. I'm Tony Katz.